Welcome back. Once again today, we're going to talk about meditation. We're going to continue to talk about Wherever You Go, There You Are, an amazing book by John Kabat-Zinn. Anybody who's in meditation or uh, who wants to try meditation, I would really suggest buying this book because it can just, it can, it can help change things and, and help you in this process much faster. It can really lead you along a lot quicker than, uh, I think, just diving into meditation and just trying it. You need some coaches. I've had uh, Headspace, the app, Headspace by Andy Pudicombe. The app is unbelievable. There's so much power in that app. I would use that for sure. Number one, you can use the free version for a couple of days, but I'd buy the full version for the year. I would just do it. Then you're committed to it. You can dive in and I get this book and just find other means that might work for you that I might not even know about on meditation. Maybe you can let me know about those things. But if you're looking to buy this book, you can find it in the show notes as a link to the Amazon page where you can buy it just for a couple of bucks. Get a used copy. Why not get a used copy? Try it that way. But uh, before we get rolling on this and dive in more into meditation, let's first shout out to the sponsors who make this thing possible. My dude DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP Yoga. You can check out ddpyoga.com to get more information on what Diamond is all about, about what his program is all about. Uh, but I, I want to just save my own personal testimonial for DDP Yoga. I've been using it for years now, and it, it's been a, a transformative kind of thing from somebody who's always been a weightlifter, somebody who's always been a, a bodybuilder, to switch it up and go into the world of yoga has been a, a great transformation for me, mind, body, and soul. But I really today I want to focus on just the accessibility of the app. So I've, I have a kid, I have a four-year-old. And I don't really go to the gym anymore. I like to be able to work out at home. The beauty of DDP Yoga is that you can, it's an app, right? Now you can get DVDs, but it is an app. So you can have it on your your tablet. You can have it on your phone. So no matter where you are, say your kid's sleeping and you got to be quiet. So you want to like, you know, set it up in your kitchen, have the volume down low and you want to do a, a yoga workout right there in your kitchen. You can do that. Now, what I love to do is like, so I, I, I'm, I'm on the Apple Teat right now. I'm starting to pull myself slowly off the Apple Teat. But what I do is I have my iPad and I have my iHome. Like the, it's like a, you know, like a, a, a fire stick or whatever you'd want to call it. And I put DDP Yoga on my iPad and then I screen share it to my TV, to my iHome. So I can have like on the floor, I can look down and have the video on my iPad on the floor. And if I look up... I have the DDP workout on my full screen TV. That way, whenever I'm doing yoga, I can, if I'm in a facing down position, see what they're doing. If I'm standing up, I can see what they're doing. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits. You can't even do that in a regular class. If you go to a yoga class or anything like that, you're going to be in a position sometimes where you can't see what the teacher is trying to get you to do. But with this app, you can do that because you could simultaneously have it on different screens at one time. That is one of the biggest benefits for me. I've never been able to do that before with a workout. So I find that to be one of the coolest parts of what DDP Yoga is. That's just a little piece of a testimonial of why I think Diamond Dallas Page and DDP Yoga is the most amazing thing, the most amazing workout, the most satisfying workout, but also the most convenient and accessible workout. DDPYoga.com. Let's start the show. This is Rob Z Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Today, we're going to jump back into Wherever You Go, There You Are 
one of my favorite books, Mr. John Kabat-Zinn. I've gone through this book a couple of times, and I've talked about this before on the show. Uh, what I do whenever I read is I mark books up like crazy. So if you're listening to this, you won't be able to see, but if you're watching this, uh, you can see like in this book I have so many things marked, like bracketed, starred. So you know, I'll bracket things that I want to remember, and then I'll, I'll put stars next to them when I know it's like super-duper important. So if I'm looking for a little bit of inspiration, if I'm looking for something quick, I can flip through this book and I'll find like, oh, that's starred. I know that's really powerful information and I'll jump right to it. So today I wanted to jump into the chapter on letting go. And one of the cool parts of this book is some of these chapters are super duper short. This is on page 53. Uh, Letting go is on page 53. Uh, I like the way he starts it out too. He says the phrase letting go has to be high in the running for new age cliche of the century. Isn't that true? It's overused and abused daily, yet it is such a powerful inward maneuver that it merits looking into cliche or not. And one thing I've learned about cliches is something, something, something is a cliche because it's true. It's been tried and it's been tested many of times and it's worked many of times for many people. So if you hear like, oh, that's just a cliche, you may write that thing off. Try to flip that and think of it. Try to invert that and look at it like, oh, it's a cliche. Why is it a cliche? Because people have been saying it for a long time, therefore it must have some sort of impact. So maybe I should listen to that cliche. That was kind of introduced to me, and I, I thought, like, wow, that's a different way of looking at the word cliche. Instead of it looking at it like some sort of lame thing that everybody talks about, why not look at it as, like, everybody talks about that because it must be awesome and powerful. And that's what I started doing, and I noticed that actually does work. So uh, on page 54 in here, just talking about letting go, he says, letting go really refers to choosing to become transparent to the strong pull of our own likes and dislikes and of the unawareness that draws us to cling to them. To be transparent requires that we allow fears and insecurities to play themselves out in the field of full awareness. To be transparent requires that we allow fears and insecurities to play out, to play themselves out in the field of full awareness. Those things that you like and dislike, right? We're unaware of those half the time. Yeah, I like that thing. Yeah, I dislike that thing. But it doesn't matter whether you like or dislike it. They're just things. They're just thoughts. They're just recommendations. So uh, letting go is just dropping all of it. Not saying you're able to do this all the time because I'm definitely not. I don't live my life letting go constantly. That's for somebody who's super enlightened like Buddha. I'm not that person, but it's just the the, the recognition of like, oh, wow, this is just me grabbing onto stuff. It's not, it's not definite. It's not finite. It's me being able to let go of these things. Uh, he says, letting go is only possible if we can bring awareness and acceptance to the nitty gritty of just how stuck we can get. If we allow ourselves to recognize the lenses that we slip so unconsciously between, we we slip between observer and observed, that then filter and color bend and shape our view, right? We we always are bending back and forth. We're We're always going between the observer and we're also observed. We're observing everything else and we're also observing ourself. We shape our own world. It's like our perspective is our reality. You've heard that before. Perspective is reality. It's it's 100% true. It's weird, but it's very true. You can have the same 
situation as somebody else. You can have the same experience as another human being and you and that person can see it in a totally different way. That's always fascinated me. So he says we can open in those sticky moments, especially if we're able to capture them in awareness and recognize it when we get caught up in either pursuing and clinging or condemning and rejecting and seeking our own gain. So when you're caught up in pursuing and clinging to something or when you're caught up in clinging or condemning and rejecting something, that's all just your perspective. That thing that you cling to might be something that somebody else rejects, right? And that's just two different perspectives. Neither one is necessarily right. So when you can practice letting go in everyday life, difficult. I think during meditation, it becomes a lot easier. And if you need more information on just like my general meditative practice, you can go back to the previous episode and listen to that one as well. These two episodes kind of tie together just because I was I was reviewing this book last night and I thought, man, I need to talk about I need to talk about wherever you go, there you are a little bit. And one of my favorite parts in here is try try it out just for fun. It's a testable proposition. Stillness, insight, and wisdom arise only when we can settle into being complete in this moment without having to seek or hold on to or reject anything. I've noticed, boy, three years in meditation, and I still have trouble just letting go. I can let go for seconds. I don't know if I've ever, I'm not even sure if I've ever let go even for a full minute. I don't know if that's happened. I'm always clinging to something, grabbing a hold of something. It's difficult. It's really tough. So it's a testable proposition in the book. Try it out for fun. See for yourself whether letting go when a part of you really wants to hold on doesn't bring a deeper satisfaction than clinging. So obviously we always want to want to reject things that we don't like. But if you've ever done something that you're really satisfied with, this is a good example, at least in my mind. If you've ever done something you're really satisfied with, you end up looking at that thing and being like, wow, I did such a wonderful job. Oh, wow, I did a fantastic job here. And you'll admire your work over and over and over again. And you'll realize that, and I've done this, I've, I've wasted more time admiring the work that I've done than I actually spent doing the work. And after you admire for so long and you obsess for so long, it becomes like this angst that you, it's almost the same angst that you get whenever you're rejecting something. So think about that the next time that you're stuck in admiration, the next time that you're stuck in, in holding on to something that you really enjoy, you're creating almost the same energy as whenever you're really, really, really trying to resist something. Now, obviously it's more joy than it is pain, but it's, it's, all the same in the end, and it's all about letting go. So if you can see yourself, whether letting go when a part of you really wants to hold on, does that does it bring deeper satisfaction whenever you can let it go than when you cling to it? Because when you're clinging to it, you're using mental energy, you're burning up uh, glucose in your brain, and you're causing your, you know, you're, you're, you're technically wearing yourself out. But if you can find yourself to just let it go, be like, all right, now let's move on to the next thing. Just try that in your in your work life. If you don't feel like you're productive enough, you're hanging on things because you're you're hanging on stuff. And I'm I'm preaching to the choir here, but you're hanging on stuff that you need to get done, and you're freaking out about it, and you're letting it stress you out. But you're also hanging on to stuff that you have done that's accomplished, and you're admiring your work and and just just basking in your glory of how amazing you are. And that also is a giant time waster. So if you're trying to save time and you're trying to, you know, just optimize your day a little bit more, that might be a key to it. Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully that's something that is, is powerful for you. Uh, if you're, if you're listening to this, obviously you can jump on 
the the show notes here there's a link to amazon where you can buy wherever you go there you are just for a couple of bucks on amazon if you're watching this just jump on amazon right now whatever your platform you're on uh, and tell me what is something that you're you're hanging on to that you should let go of one of you caught yourself hanging on to something good we all hang on to bad things but what about something good i think that's an important one is we don't think about uh, we don't think about mindfulness when something good is happening, right? We always think about mindfulness whenever bad things are happening. So when you found yourself clinging to something that was good and you knew you needed to let go, what's an instance of that for you and how could you switch that? So drop that in the comment section of whatever social media platform you're, you're watching this on. If you're listening, you can jump to robzradio.com. When you go to robzradio.com, Click the contact me button and drop that information right there. Let me know. I'm, I'm super interested because uh, it happens to me all the time. And I guess just to, just to cap this off, one thing that I do that too. One thing recently where I've been caught clinging is whenever I make these videos for this podcast, I'll go back and watch the video and kind of number one to study how I did, study my my progress and what the video was like and how I handle myself. But number two, I'll, I'll kind of bask in like the, wow, you did such a wonderful job speaking those words and getting the message across. And, and I end up, you know, doubling the time, right? I recorded it. Now I'm doubling the, the wasted time by watching it again and, and just uh, obsessing over it in a way. So that's an example for me. What's an example for you? Let me know. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the show. As always, I, this wouldn't happen. I, I mean, I, I, w- I could do this and record this for myself. I guess, but what would be the point in that? I do this for other people. Hopefully I'm helping somebody else out there. So if I am helping you out, also reach out to me. Who are you? What do you do? What are you all about? And what would you like more of? Like, what do you enjoy about this? And, and I'd love to contact you. And actually, I'd like to talk with you. Let's talk to one another. Let's, let's, let's see what each other is all about. That'd be a great thing to do. So if you want to reach out, once again, robzradio.com. Click the contact me button. All my social links are there as well, so you can contact me on any social media platform. And I got to thank the sponsors before we sign off. Thank you to Trade Secrets in Altoona, Pennsylvania. Secrets in Trade on Facebook. All natural body care products. No added in chemicals. No added ingredients. Everything is made in house. All research development done in house. Sugar scrubs, soy wax candles, wax melts, lip balms, bath bars, all natural deodorants. Trade Secrets. Shout out to Juice, that's J-O-O-S, in Hollidaysburg, Pennsylvania. I'm from Central PA, so these sponsors are all local to where I live. The Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram, cold-pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls and bone broth, all fresh, made to order. Uh, The Clay Cup, which is uh, Sarah Vogel, who runs the Clay Cup in downtown Altoona, PA, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Coffee, tea, and creativity. I recently was informed she has like a... I don't know if it's true or not, but like a, like a $30,000 espresso machine. I don't know if that's true, but it's definitely like one of the higher-end espresso machines in our area. And uh, just her knowledge that goes into what she does in her business, in her painting, in her art, but also in her craft, her passion to serve people the best coffee and tea that she possibly can. That's what the Clay Cup is all about. Thank you for listening, Zebras. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio if you want to support the podcast. And all the music, all the beats on this episode are Mr. Jake Over. Shout out to Jake Over. He's amazing at what he does. And I love the fact that I I have him as a sponsor because he comes on here, makes the beats, makes the music for what you're listening to right now. So Jake Over, you're setting the atmosphere. Thank you, dude. And uh, hopefully this was beneficial to you. Try a little bit of meditation. Download Headspace. 
You can use that thing 10 days for free. Do 10 days. Do a minute a day. Do five minutes a day. Do 10 minutes a day. Try it out and see uh, just in that small amount of time if it has some relief for you. And if it doesn't, then you've got to do 10 more days and 10 more and 10 more until it finally clicks for you. And it'll happen, I promise. So uh, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to everybody next time. Peace out! This is Rob Z Radio. (laughs) That's brutal.